0: Hello all and welcome to episode 43 of Enterprise Tech India Unplugged and uh, we hope you are subscribing to our channel on YouTube and subscribing to our podcast. The best way to listen to us is in the audio format. As you can see, uh, we don't focus too much on video, but uh, if you like YouTube, you can see, the, see us there. And uh, to begin with, we have uh, with us Kumaran who runs a very interesting podcast called uh, saturday architecture and uh, we just concluded an episode recording of that before this session and uh, we encourage you all of you to listen to those discussions on the customer experience we have raja who is a technologist he wears multiple hats as a uh, as a startup person as an enterprise person and uh, uh, working in uh, multiple industries in the in the IT field, and we have Venkat, uh, who is uh, the head of technology at Echo connect uh, Nishant, who is uh, an architect uh, with uh, IDS Software. So, with this panel, what we want to do is discuss what is happening with the hiring in the IT space, right? So, right from the startups to the enterprise, how it is impacting. Exactly, maybe year and a half ago, we were discussing layoffs, and uh, we were discussing how uh, the pandemic is impacting a lot of people. And even before the pandemic, actually, there were there were a lot of downturns in the economy, and uh, we we had uh, layoffs in large industries like, cognizant and other layoffs were happening at that point of time. Uh, now we are looking at the same companies are hiring in bulk. They are. Cognizant um, is going to hire so many people now, right? And TCS is going to hire so many people now. Infosys is going to have freshers, right? And, and the focus seems to be on freshers, right? So what I want to have a discussion with this panel is, what is if you are going to hire today, what are your concerns? And what do you want to be hiring for, right? So Kumaran, I, I know you have a view on the startups, right? So Okay, not just looking at the startups, but looking, looking at from what, if you were to hire today, or if you were to go and look at the industry from a neutral perspective, what do you think is happening with hiring? Uh,
1: I, think it's, it's, I think it's kind of two, uh, two things. One, uh, pointing at the same thing, right? Today, the industry is being very reactive, and that's creating, uh, that will create long-term problems. Right. I have huge demand let's go get people. Like I need this technology I want that done right And that kind of upsets things and it makes a very unhealthy environment in the long run. So uh, what I kind of do to handle that is typically I need something now right uh, that situation needs to be avoided okay? and uh, so that means that uh, whoever is leading the technology right whether it's an architect or cto or who kind of you have a trend of the industry it's not that it just changes overnight the only exception to that role is you suddenly you have a services kind of a company where they got a suddenly a big project with 1000 members right so that's that's an exception right you suddenly You signed a deal with 1,000 people and then you got that. So that's one part of it, okay? But there is another major area where there is no sudden demand that is coming in. For that, I'll just talk for how I have done it. I don't say that, you know what, I got a new need, I'm going to recruit it. I kind of look at it differently. I have a vision of my business. I know it's going to grow this much or this is what I want to grow, okay? I have a sense that how much of backup do I have? In architecture, I do backup and recovery and BCP, right? Back, how the, uh, when do I do a backup? If it goes down, how do I do a recovery? So similarly, I think skills also needs to have a BCP and a DR in place. So what I kind of do is basically have an approach in which I kind of anticipate it and start working with different people. and. And I would have, so I would have somebody who I can. And if let's say I find a, a person very interesting, right? I keep on looking out for people, and when I come across people, I will kind of outsource work to them. Okay, little so that they can do it in part time. So you're on mute, Deepak. It's it's like a gig
0: which you will offer. It's to- like a
1: gig, yeah. And the thing is. I pick up things which are not, which is in the not critical part. But it is important to me. I Because if I pick something not important, I won't look at it. It should be important, but not urgent. Those kind of stuff, I pick it and give it to these people. Okay. And I kind of work them. Second is I just keep talking around. and says is there somebody interested in moving or making a change or somebody like that? So if I get somebody like that, I do the same thing, but it will be non-monetary. I'll say, you know, why don't you try this and show it to me? Kind of a uh, scenario. And in a worst case scenario, if I kind of hit that, like probably once in six years I've had that where I needed to take somebody urgently. In that case, I explicitly asked that person, right? I gave him a problem. I said, how many time do you need to solve it? He said, two weeks. I said, okay, fine we will do our interview after two weeks this is the problem implement it and we will talk after two weeks then that person come he finishes the demo i have a question around what he has done it is never about what could be done or whether they are good or like that right how is he so basically i look for how is he how did he handle the problem what are the weaknesses how is he handling it i look for that and that is i am telling the last line of defense Ideally, we don't need to know that you've already done something and the history speaks for itself. I'll just say, can you come join my team? This is what I can offer you to pay. Okay. And the other thing along this itself, you would have realized is hiring need. What is hiring? You need somebody to crank your engine. There are some companies who can't, they need to have them on their payroll and stuff like that, right? But If you can look at it like an external arm is still a part of your team and you've worked out the dynamics then what are you hiring you are hiring engine power you don't need to buy that engine for yourself right it's like cloud so that's another way how i would like to look at hiring so when you say hire not hire full-time hire part-time that's also hiring so that's what i would kind of look at it and and basically in short if i had to summarize Hiring is a long-term relationship thing. It is not a reactive game. It has to be a proactive game. Mm
0: -hmm. So, Raja, what is what is what is your thought around uh, hiring? Okay, and and depending upon what uh, Kumaran just mentioned.
2: Sure, I take this into uh, different, because the hiring process for uh, the service companies, like the big, uh, the boom that uh, happened in India, right? Uh, So the big service companies is different from what the product companies are uh, looking for and the startups, let's take this three uh, as an important players in this, right? Uh, as far as the service company is concerned, it's completely based on the demand, right? So they hire, they train at least six months, they keep some skills, uh, you know, like the basic skills, and then try to put them into the project, make, make them billable, right? The product companies is all about uh, the next feature they have to launch, whether they have the right people in it, how to hire that people, right? Startup companies, it's it's absolutely like uh, the, the uh, you know, the funding and then investment, how much we have, we get the best resource in the world as quickly as possible in their team. Right. These are the two, three different perspectives. Okay. But what is currently happening right now? It's kind of a flux, right? There are two changes that is happening in India, specifically the hiring processes in India, right? Because the startup ecosystem is growing, which means that the top layer, uh, I mean the geeks layer or the layer which uh, which are so good, right? They are, they are, they are getting hired by the startups by paying so much of money because of their uh, investments. Ca- uh, you know, they are getting, right? So which means that the service companies and the product companies, which are having these people before or losing those people, because they're moving towards the startups okay, by paying heavy, hefty money. But uh, if you look at the, even in the product companies or in the service companies, only 10% of the people are really geeks. The remaining person will support the whole ecosystem to run probably. But the, the purpose of the engine is that 10%. Hmm. But that 10% is coming to startups right now right uh, and because of the money game that is involved there and that is where the struggle happens right now uh, for service companies as well as the product companies that's the first struggle the second important struggle is actually the technology changes right so in in case of a big comp- uh, you know the service companies they used to take six months to train someone and then make them billable right now those skills are gone Right. And every six months, HTML5, you can't imagine how much of the frameworks that is getting released within two months, three months time frame, right? which means that they cannot get the training done. Uh, so w- what is happening is they don't know how to handle the situation, but there, there, but there is a lot of demand and there is a skill gap. So they are trying to bridge that gap with the usual approach what they used to do of training. Like hire more freshers, train them with the new skills and try to deploy. They're trying to apply the same thing what they've done for years for the new problem. Okay, that's the second problem I see. I'm not sure whether that can solve it as well, but that's the second problem from an enterprise perspective that I see. Right. The third thing, from a workforce perspective, right, the future of workforce is uh, the predictability. Uh, as Kumaran said, right, that is becoming like uh, a holy grail. Right, the, the prediction is becoming like a holy grail. We are not able to predict anything literally. Right. Uh, one small product somewhere in the world just changes the whole ecosystem, uh, specifically on one particular transaction. Uh, you know. Uh, so. So, looking for that uh, from from a, from a future of workforce perspective, definitely it's going to be skill based on specific instances, okay, and then whether that skill is available across the world, not necessarily within the geographical location, but across the world, right? And they're able to hire with the hefty money and get them get the job done. So, which means that the freelancing with the with the greater skills will have a bright future. That's the future of workforce I see.
0: Okay, great, thanks. Uh, Venkat, from the from your startup yeah. perspective, I know uh, Raja gave us a good big picture of where things are. So give us your perspective of where the things are. Uh, what do you see as, as the way it is going forward?
3: Yeah. So as as Raja mentioned, um, uh, we are uh, right now we are looking for the uh, the global uh, talents. But right now, so uh, uh, one point I just wanted to differ from the Raj. Right. So you said all the startup companies have a ton of money; they can know hire I, I a big talent. But that is for uh, after CDCA. Before Series no, uh, we don't have a ton of money. We cannot uh, spend a lot of money on a uh, the good technical uh, uh, hiring. So uh, thanks for the uh, this uh, capital companies. They are already paying a ton of money to the. Um, all the talent, um, not only top-notch, for the medium talent people also, they are also getting uh, good money. And uh, it is very difficult for uh, uh, the startup companies to pull them back to the um, startup ecosystem because they are really comfortable with the uh, the corporate, uh, the luxuries. So that's where um, we are uh, facing uh, some hiring uh, that tell us in our startup company because uh, our startup company with a, with a uh, little um, a technical uh, team though we are a technical startup we are a um, unfunded company we are still uh, uh, no uh, f- facing some issues to get the uh, the talent because they are I'll just differentiate.
2: Actually, yeah. Sorry to interrupt, Mangat. I just differentiate yes. the startups, right? Let's call yeah. this unicorns and, and startups, right? Okay. okay. So now we have almost 15 unicorns in India in last two years.
1: And then you so, have the startups with the begging bowls. They are two different begging things. <laughs> yeah, two different things. <laughs> okay. Yeah, not all startups are big pockets. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Yeah so yeah so on our our plan right now is as um, the Kumran said uh, we are trying to outsource um, as well uh, like uh, wherever it is possible um and for our uh, core strength uh, core products you no know, we we'll, uh, we'll have a separate uh, team to monitor um, that's how right now we are managing it
0: I think that that looks like from what Kumaran and uh, you have just mentioned, and uh, Raja also mentioned, is that this gig-based and this uh, outsourcing and the contracting sort of uh, approach is is becoming more and more popular because hiring and keeping expensive talent on your roles is is becoming increasingly difficult. So, Nishan, what is what are you seeing from your perspective in in a from a enterprise services organization, where do you see this is going? How this is impacting your organization?
4: Yeah. Uh, mainly, I, I would like to say from a product company perspective, the first thing that uh, one of the main point that Kumara highlighted is like, especially in a product company, we should definitely have that BCP and DR plan in place because that is an important thing. Uh, we, we, we should try our best to Retain a resource because they are actually they when when they leave or when they are actually leaving a product or a company. Actually, they are living with their knowledge. Their their knowledge, uh, especially the domain or the business knowledge that they gain throughout the year. So uh, the first thing the company should take an action is like they should have a clear and proper mechanism on a resource DR as well as the BCP plan and when it comes to the hiring part uh, my point is like when we should when 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 we are um, planning to hire a person the first and foremost theory actually or the thumb rule is like especially from an interview point of view it's like that person should be smarter than you the first thing like when we interview some someone the main the main thing we should ensure that is like whether that person is smarter than you And the interviewer uh, and uh, the smartness of the interviewer also is a matter. If the interviewer is is not that much the expectation that we are setting, then again it's a problem. But that is to the company choice. Who all should be there in the interview panel? Once that is decided, that should be the advice that we can give the interviewer. Like the person who who, that we are going to interview should be smarter than you. That is the theory that we should follow in the interview process. And from an, Then and from uh, from other aspects in the hiring is like, uh, it's always it's again, it's a given technique, when we hire a person, and we should be clear that the offers the offering that we that we can give to them in terms of the remuneration in terms of the work or in terms of the environment that we can offer we should be confident on that thing the interviewer also should be or the person who is should have a clear understanding on where this person is going to work what what would be the what would be the environment what would be the technology stack there which means that nowadays what happens is like we, uh, we are doing the interview also giving it an outsourcing kind of task because there will be so many recruiters they will recruit us for us and they will assign the person finally what happens is like the expectation that the recruiter uh, that he has given to the inter, uh, that interview candidate or the expectation from the interview candidate is
3: uh, would be like
4: a day and night when he come when he joins this product or the, joins in the product like he, he had some set of expectations in, in his mind uh, when uh, when he when he going through the interview process and all but finally when he joined the product or into the when get into that ecosystem he realized that this, that is not the expectation. There, mm-hmm. the problem uh, you know, again. The problem started raising, Like uh, he would show a different attitude, this attitude, will, because now from that point onwards, he is actually trying to looking for another job. But the finally, the, the loss is like uh, from only from the from the company point because they are invested a lot for the recruitment, uh, the interview time, everything is precious. So, we should the the company or when we. When we plan to hire something, I think that's a very, very key focus all companies, especially the product company, should give that. That should be run as a separate project. Like he, uh, we should have a clear script on that. This would be our plan. This is our expectation. And these all are the background. And when he joins his product, this will be his product for at least for the next five years. And next five years, this would be our expectation whether he can meet that expectation and we should uh, prepare a script and interview uh, questions also should be prepared accordingly uh, be aligned to the script and make sure that we are meeting all these expectations otherwise this process will be keep on uh, trying different different people and finally uh, nothing add to the product or nothing happening in the yeah
0: so so i think nishant you made a good point from from uh, from an enterprise perspective uh, however There's a a catch to that is very few enterprises are able to predict what is going to happen in five years and especially in the technology space. So so some of what you're asking them to do is incredibly difficult, right? And and that's why you keep seeing these cycles of boom and bust and hiring and firing and uh, all those things. So one of the things which I I actually realized when I was trying to help one of uh, uh, startups hire a CTO were looking for a CTO and uh, I was trying to sort of suggest names of people and recommend and I was trying to look at that. So CTO obviously is a a unique position, it's not like hiring a fresher or anything. So what I realized is startups actually have an uh, advantage as well as a disadvantage disadvantage is what uh, what venkat uh, just mentioned right so you, you may not be in a position to offer that kind of uh, money which then establish organization which has a big contract lined up and money is starting to flow they will they might offer right so what is it that the startups can do to actually attract talent right so that is what you should what i realized is if you are doing something which you can make other people believe that this is impo- too important and this is going to be the best use of your skills. I have seen people are willing to make a sacrifice. I says, okay, I don't need really de- don't need that much amount of money. I just need enough so that you. I understand that you value me. You don't need to meet the the high standards, but you need to get me that bragging rights of being having worked for a startup. Uh, being able to produce that technology, which is going to create that impact, right? So you have to look for those candidates where they are looking for that because they themselves may not have the risk ownership where they want to own a business, right? But they have the risk which they can take for themselves, right? This is okay. I can take a risk for two years working for a startup uh, and uh, honing my skills on something which I really want to make impact on. And maybe take take, I don't know how much percentage cut in uh, what is available in the corporate world. So, that I think may be something which I realized is a possibility for startups to attract talent, right? Looking for people who believe in your cause, right? So, all startups have to have that that cause uh, behind it, right? So that you're doing it for a cause. If you're doing a run-of-the-mill startup which is like i want to just create some piece of technology and sell it to xyz and then that, that you may not then you have to spend money there is no uh escape from that so what do you think kumaran any uh,
1: before we come to, have to I, I think that's a good point i think that's an advantage which startups have which enterprises don't have and they i think they should take full advantage of that it is like we, in microsoft we had a famous adage right i think uh Uh, Nishant kind of also told that uh, recruit for potential, right? Or recruit somebody better than you kind of a thing, right? So you recruit for potential, not what they are doing, but you can see that they can become something bigger. Similarly, we should be able to say you join us because you can be something better later. It is not of what salary you're going to get at the end of the month. No. Five years later, you will be in a better place. So that is, I think that would be the best way to recruit uh, something. Like, for example, I would say, uh, like, let's take Venkat, right? They are in a farming shrimp farmer's business, right? So probably the pitch will be, you know, how do you want to make a life uh, difference in the life to a farmer? And you might wonder with Java code, how can I make? I have an answer for you my company is the place for you. The interview should go like that. Probably begin like that and then you go into technology. So I think that's an advantage which startups would have, right? Or niche players will have, which enterprises might find it difficult to make. I think I
2: completely agree with you.
0: Raja, any any comments uh, around this, this this concept?
2: Oh, yeah. So the, the last discussion is basically on the startups, right? And the... Uh... Uh, startup hiring, right? Uh, so definitely uh, the, cause, the cause of the purpose, right? So the purpose is the key for them. You know? uh, so no second thought on that. That has to be the pitch. Uh, that purpose is the, definitely the pitch that has to go in. Uh, but I think, for example, in Silicon Valley, right? Uh, for for the startups, uh, without just an idea, we can get money. In case of India, that that is a struggle. The small startups are struggling in that. But once they cross into some level, they have money. It's not like they don't have money. That's what I just want to figure it out. So there are two different cases in startups. There's a different variations in startups, from the unicorns uh, till the different stages. I mean, the angel funding, uh, venture capital funding, and then. Uh, On the self-funding, right? So most of the uh, self-funding companies are facing this problem, but the angel funding and the VC funding are quite good enough to hire with the good money. With the purpose, purpose is across all the startups actually, with money. And unicorns is going, going in full swing actually, because and the unicorns are really, really, uh, you know, the number of unicorns are really growing in India, which means that this is going to topple. The better talents are definitely is going to be hired by them.
0: So, uh, Venkat, do you think uh, you could apply this in 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 the startup?
3: Yeah, definitely, definitely, and and we are doing. It. Okay. So, so yeah. So far, uh, we have hired uh, the VP level uh, candidates, and we have offered them shares instead of salaries. We could not offer them. So. We are offering them shares, and we we told them, no, in in a five year you could be in in the in this position. So so that they they are also very interested and uh, willing to start at a uh, startup company. So so we are also picking up the, those kind of candidates who are you know, um, who, who are uh, who, who are understand our business, who can believe us, and uh, they can also grow along with the company.
0: Okay, great. So, so, thank you everyone. Uh, I think this was a good discussion and people who are looking to get hired or who are going to hire uh, in startups and enterprises, we've given you uh, a wide spectrum of uh, views on what is possible uh, and what is happening with industry. Uh, so freshers also have an, as much opportunity as experienced people. Uh, there is opportunities there to learn and to grow with startups. or even experienced people who want to uh, exploit their uh, talent, right? And then make an impact in in special uh, kinds of businesses, right? Unique businesses where they can actually use their talent. So I think you should uh, listen to this conversation and recommend it to other people who are uh, thinking about hiring. And uh, this is the industry perspective. And all of us have been in the industry long enough to uh, see all these boom and bust cycles. Uh, so this is hopefully the start of a boom cycle. We are seeing a lot of hiring. Uh, so make the wise decision, hire the right people. Uh, obviously uh, give them good money value for, for their uh, talents. right? And uh, either, either you give them actual money or you give them stakes in your business, that's, that's up to you and sometimes you are just giving them knowledge which they may may become uh, better potential so thank you everyone for listening in and uh, see you next time